0: Welcome to Shass Illuminated. Please enjoy the following cheer.
1: Does anybody know what's that app called? My wife has had cleaning help that she wanted to speak to, and there was language barriers. So they, they've done Google Translate, where she'll say something and uh, help the wonderful person to Google Translate, or this this person who assists us, this person, this human being who speaks a different language, they'll speak And My wife will Google Translate. They, they communicate through Google Translate. I want to do Google Translate for the Chavre, introducing the first, we're going to be zocher, to hear some different from Powitz, from Rabbi Stern for a few minutes. In introducing Red Powitz, I want to do a Google Translate and something that was mentioned in Yeshiva in the last in the last couple of days, and I want to do a little Google Translate. Let me try, let me attempt. I think for many of the Chavra need this Google Translate because because of the way I see the Chavra operate. So tell me if I'm accurate, and Josh, tell me if you agree. There's a Al-Vavus writes that if you have two businessmen doing parmachia, doing, doing business, they're, they're doing business, so... He describes how to make money and how somebody can get richer. And the short of what he's saying, I'm going to jump, he gives a mushel, I'm going to go right to the nimshal, right to the thing itself. I'm going to ignore the mushal. If one person becomes great for himself, so he gets a certain amount of scher, he gets a certain amount of reward, he became great. For, he served Hashem. Another person assists other people in serving Hashem. So his sechar is multiplied. He's a smarter businessman. Avramavinu Avinu was a smarter businessman than somebody who just made himself great for himself. Because now there are more mitzvahs on his ledger so he gets more sechar. So a smarter businessman. So this chayvah Salvavus was said over in yeshiva. And if I know a lot of the chevra, it didn't resonate at all. The Messiah Sisharim talks about people, different types of people and what motivates them. And he talks about Shleim adas. <laughs> I have a friend, we've, we've spoken about this since we're 18. So for about nine years we've spoken about this conversation. Thank you for not laughing. We've spoken about this for nine years. For many, many decades we've been busy with this Messiah Sisharim. Until today I'm not sure... He describes different people who need to be spoken to differently, and he calls these people Shleimeh Hadas. I don't know if it's a higher Madraga or a different type of person. Could somebody be born a Shleimeh Hadas? Is it different ages and stages? I have seen in the Yeshiva, I don't know the answer, but I have seen in the Yeshiva many guys behave like Shleimeh Hadas. A Bachar Asrei Sun and Shine in the Q&A that we have with him Sunday, is life just a video game? Like do a little more schar, less schar, more points, more points or less points? And the guys function like Shleim adas. I've known this... I, what? So I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say what it means. I'll tell you what the Messiah Sharm says motivates them. The Messiah Sharm says that Shleim adas, which means some Perfection of thinking, Shleime He says they're not motivated by Schar and Shuri. He said it doesn't work. I have noticed to say here, well, if you get others, more points. Everybody's looking. It doesn't move the room at all. When the room's room, like, more points. I don't know for such like points type of guys. That's really, by the way, in God, what has to do with me? I don't keep the scoreboard. You know, you always have the nerd in baseball who keeps the scorecard. It's like a rare guy. Almost Howie Rose, I think the Mets announced the last guy in the world who keeps the scorecard. They write down, you know, a ground ball to pitcher, throw to first. Johnny pitcher to first is? One to three. One to three, of course. Pitcher one, catcher two, first. we tried once and got it all wrong, but okay. I don't know. I, I was never a nerd. Johnny wasn't a nerd. Yeah, it's confusing. It's all off. The nerds, you have to find the nerd to find out. But whatever it is, scorecards. A human being doesn't keep scorecards. God does. Uh, Hashem, the Svasemis, in certain cases, they're beautiful pieces. The Svasemis was written for Shlei Meyadas. There are cases where it describes the Schar and the Einish, and the Svasemis says, What do we care? He asks, "What do we care? That's Hashem's Cheshvan. Why are you telling me? So, and he, and he, he explains what, what it matters to the human being. We don't keep the scorecard, Hashem does. We're not good with the scorecard. So, so here, here where we have this Chayvah Salvovus. Chayvah Salvovus wrote it. The Chayvah a Yerishan, perhaps Rebbe Nubachia, wrote the Chayvah, we're not 100% certain, but written by Yerishan, the Chayvah Salvovus, from the great Muses firm, the treasure of our people, and he makes this Cheshben, and the Chavos babas was written for Shleim Adas. What does that mean? So I want to do Google Translate for Shleim Adas, And I think what I'm about to say will resonate by the guys much more. Than saying, well, you're a better businessman. Because if you do great, so you get a certain amount of money. If you get double the people doing do mitzvah, so you double your reward. And I don't see that. It doesn't capture the room. though it's true. There's a place called Schar called Oilam And there's Schar Vaynesh. And it's true, more scher. It's a truth. That's a very deep truth mm-hmm. that there's more schar. I have. Why it doesn't motivate? Sakasha. It's, it's true. What do you mean? Because you're ignoring the truth. Somebody can ask why doesn't it motivate? I'll, I'll, maybe I'll explain. May, I'll attempt to explain that in a couple of minutes. Why that doesn't motivate? But it's true. There's a world called Scher and you get more Scher, more people. So you're almost funny not to be motivated. Are you ignoring a reality? It's a reality. So you say you're short-sighted? Shlemi Adasa, short-sighted the truth. Think a little advance. 50 years is garnished. The older you get, fifty. I think about 50 years now. 50 years matters to me. As you get older, more years matter. I think about what will be in 50 years and even 100 years. When I was your age, my Rebbe would talk to me about 100 years from now in a very serious way. It got me very uncomfortable. It doesn't get me uncomfortable anymore. It's a very interesting and important question, 100 years. So Elam is very real and schar and Vay-Nish is very real. And if you have more people, more schar. But to shlemei like it doesn't mean anything. I'll I'll try to explain that in a, co- in, a in a couple of minutes. But to Google translate to shlemei adas is if you love somebody, what do you do? If you love the melech, if you have love of the king, what is your behavior? How does it look, the lover of the king, the close relationship? I'll give an example. If you love, if if you love anybody, you love. Anybody you appreciate and love, the tendency is to get others to love as well. That is the nature of loving somebody. The guy comes home from camp and loves his counselor. He says, Ma, my counselor. His mother's like a nice mother. She's like, Oh, wow, so nice. He says, No, Ma. He gets frustrated. You don't understand. What's he frustrated from? Because he really loves his counselor. And when you have Ava, the nature of Ava is you want somebody else to love. That's what happens. You love something, it's, it's almost bizarre. If we like a food, by the way, which is a strange type of love, you just love yourself, you don't love the food. Whatever that is, you appreciate something. I could tell you honestly, there have been things I appreciated, I would get frustrated if I couldn't get somebody else to appreciate it. I am. When I was a little kid, my grandmother served us fig newtons. Nobody ever calls it fig newtons in, in eighty years. On some trips recently, I've gotten nostalgic. I've seen they started selling kosher fig newtons around. It reminds me of my oma. So I like I like getting the guys, but it's very annoying. I have to make sure it's sensitive guys that will appreciate a fig Newton. Now I promise, not about that's just appreciating my oma A fig Newton. When you went, did you, did you know fig newtons? They're very good. You that 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 just good. you have in your room. Bless you, so I love you. I love you. One day we're gonna have a fig together. So I'll just be honest. I'll be honest. It's not a pretend. I like getting the guys, but only if a guy's not gonna appreciate, it would be very like frustrated. Don't pretend. I won't buy it for you. No force. But I, if you get it for the right guy and he eats it, it's actually okay. It's like this funny stuff inside a cookie. It's not about the cookie. It just reminds me of my grandmother. Fig Newton was like... Old, older people, there was like a plate of Fig Newtons when you visit them. Johnny's Elta Baba for sure served Fig Newton. It was just... a Fig Newton it was an old cookie. It was interesting. But the bottom line is, is the nature of appreciating something is you want others to appreciate. It's just what happens. And if somebody loves the melech... The real ava is not going to be that they're going to just hog the melech and make, alienate everybody. How would that feel to the melech if you, how would you feel if you really love the melech and you were a good servant but you turned everybody else off to the melech? It would bother you. Your instinct and tendency of loving the melech is to produce more ava for the melech. That's what you would want. That's what happens. You appreciate somebody, you want others to appreciate. Just all our loves and appreciation, that's what happens. That It's very instinctive and natural. So the Oyei Vesamelech brings others to love the king. The Google Translator, we say you get more schar. Avram wasn't counting schar. He wasn't counting schar when Hashem told him schar, he said that I'd rather more than I want your service more than I want people serving you. I want children, more people serving you, more than Sechar. Sechar is wonderful. Avram accepts the Sechar and gets Sechar, but deeper than Sechar is I love you and want a relationship and I want people serving you. I want children. I want future people serving. The nature of love and appreciation is to bring more in. When the Chaybis Al Babis writes, there's more schar, the Google translate for Shleimeh is that if you love somebody, bring people in. That's what you do, that's the instinctive to love. The more schar is speaking, is, is, is the muscle for that truth. Now, the reason Shleimeh aren't motivated by schar is because they're actually just in touch with a deeper reality that. All of Schar links to this. When we speak about Schar, we're talking about living with connection, relationship. buzz the light is the most profound satisfaction of connection, of meaning, of purpose, of everything that you are being crazy with. So the shlemi Adas, i more in touch with the thing itself. The lower is not as in touch with the thing. So they, get, they're, they're, they can live the mushal. shlemi Adas don't do well in the mushal. A lot of people who struggle on this earth in schools, Schle are are shleimayadas, schools thrive on the mushel. Shleimayadas don't. The mushel means nothing. More schach. The, the little kids like what? Like, get me out of here. He's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't draw in. It's a lot. I don't say well, There's a lot of shleimayadas that are, that are here. So when they hear lines about getting more people and more schach, it's like what. What's saying is that Ava and connection and relationship is much more profound. The person who's part of an army and bringing an army and bringing unity and bringing more people connected to Bari is much greater display of Ava to the Melech. Avram was a massive, Avram Ahuvi was such a display of Ava that he brought in so many. What a a connection. What a connection that he brought in so many to Ava Sashem. That profound connection, as such, there's more schar. That's the pirish of schar, but it's shleime adas are motivated by that. So I felt like a Google Translate of this chayvus for shleime adas is, of course, there's more schar. But of course, but there's more schar is, is reflects something. It reflects what an what a lover of Hashem would do. A lover of Hashem would not just serve Hashem. He would bring people closer to Hashem. Would bring people. That's what an ayib, that's what a lover would do. In matter of a fact, we have a tzibu daraisa, the avdas Hashem lekecha to love Hashem, and you won't be shocked that the Gemara Yuma Pezayan says, Shayahay Shem Shemayim Isha'i, while Yodcha calls others to love Hashem. That's what lovers do, they bring others to appreciate as well. They want others to appreciate this, this, this that is precious, this that's valuable, this that's important. That's the nature of love, and that's the Vart to bring others is is Avasashem most truly demonstrated, of course is to loyally serve. But as well to encourage others, that's the HaSamelech. one who loves the king and Alienates others from the melech is a melech writes, hates the king and loves himself. He uses the king for his stature. The true ayeves amelech, avramavinu, brings others to love the king. So that's the Google translate of that that was quoted here. I feel it's an introduction where that somebody for years, from us have gone to yeshiva im for years. And we've seen B'nai Torah, it works. That yeshiva works. We've watched it for years. repowered started the yeshiva. I was Zaychet to meet him many years ago and saw the process and put tremendous Avaidah. And many of our Hevra, many, many of our Hevra have gone and become lovers of the king from that beautiful yeshiva. There are guys sitting here that became tremendous B'nai Torah that developed in beautiful, sophisticated ways. So the first thing is there's gratitude to Rav for the work that he's done, that he did tremendous things for so many chevres, for chevres that are sitting here right now, and for many of our friends, for many B'nai Tawyer and Klal Yisrael, tremendous, tremendous spreader of Avas Hashem, Avas Atawyer, of Avas Yisrael. People have grown. That's an extremely productive place. And Powitz built the place and was, was there from the start, building the place. So the first thing is gratitude on the past. The second is brachas for the future. Powitz is here and meeting Chevra. There's a new Yeshiva, a beautiful new Yeshiva beginning. That I believe many, many Chevra are gonna stay tremendously from this new Yeshiva. I don't know the name yet. It's, as of yet, it's is Yeshiva. That's the name right now. I don't think so, but it, there'll, be name, there'll be a name, there'll be a name, there'll be a name, there'll be a name, and it's time. The chevra is trying to name, I hear, I, I hear. But um, Lemaise, Lemaise, right now, it needs a name. It's interesting, when I, when I started a shul, so somebody was busy asking me what name you want it to be. Now, I'm not denying, sometimes there are different ways. My sense, I didn't care the name of the shul. I had a picture of what the shul, I told the guy, call the shul Potato Kogel. I don't care. I care what it is, not what it's named. I do want to say a name matters. Shma Garam, a name matters. Maybe I was younger, I said any name, a name matters. A name tries to say what we identify. Very interesting to me, different yeshivas' names. I'm very curious about it. I find some names, I never named the yeshiva that I was... I, I named the dorms. I never named the yeshiva. Baruch somebody, the yeshiva has a name, somebody donated money, that's a... People give their own names. They're always like complicated to me. When you name a name... Let's, I'm not, I, I don't want to pick any issue. Like you say, Tyras emes. There's something, wow. Like, really? Do you feel that way? Like, it's complicated. You give a name. They almost just say, we're trying. If you ask any breast liver, are you a breast liver? They'll never say yes. If you ever want to check out if somebody's a breast liver, ask them, are you breast liver? Nobody, no breast liver, no true one hold this, I'm trying. But they'll mean it. If you know what Reb Nachman was teaching, he taught beginners. If people say, I'm trying, I'm trying. If a guy says, I am, you know he's not. It's just a good begin if you ever want to find out. Any real breast of a just is trying, is hoping. So a name of yeshiva is fascinating. Now, every name, I'm not making fun of any name. Every name, every yeshiva is an aspiration, it's a dream. Very fascinating, the names of places, of shuls, you know, do we have a monopoly on this? Are we trying for this? We're also this complicated. You call Tyre. We're also Tyre, another place yet of Tyre. It's interesting names. What? But of course, we mean that this is this is our dream. This is our hope. A name's important. Be'ez Hashem it will yet have a name, but it will have a very very Hashem name. It will have a shame type, no doubt about it, because the rebellion that clearly that are building it are people that are that 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 respect Bachram, that love Bachram, that, that, that have all the values that are precious for yeshiva to have. So our bracha, our koresa for the avar, and our bracha for the avar is tremendous. the HaDashmaya, a new makam toiv is exciting. It's a big zchus. It's a big zchus. A new makom toiv is exciting. So to me, there's a tremendous chayus. My, my brachas should always have chayus should always have chiyos. We've started, I, I took this job six weeks ago, I became principal, it was five, six weeks ago I took this job. You have to restart yeshivas over and over, not with changing, where everything was bad, everything was great till now. Therefore we're opening it again, because everything was great, and chios, chiyos, that there's a freshness. The yeshivas should have direst years, decades of Talmidim with the chiyos, always ever reopening, ever new, ever fresh. It's, a, without further ado, a long introduction, but a lot of appreciation. Shidi from Rav Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Rabbi Sa'i. Rabbi Stern and I were in Eretz Yisrael yesterday.
0: during we Yerushalayim in Kadesh, And I'm telling you that when I come to this place, I feel like I'm in Admas Qaydesh. And when I look around, what I see is the future of Qay Yisrael. And I see each of you holding a torch and I tell you that the light from your torches is what lights the world. And where's that fire from? Where'd you get your fire from? Who's the yeah. fireman? The fireman sits next to me and he lights your fire. He lights your fire and helps you access that fire that lies sometimes dormant within each one of us. Each one of us truly has a fire inside. And what I see in front of me are so many fires lighting the world. And I want to tell you about another Rebbe that you might not have heard that much about, but he was Nifter yesterday, the Gadol Adar Rav Gershon. I want to tell you one thing about him and about his the way he was a Rebbe, because I found it so touching. Rav Gershon, does the island know who Rav Gershon was? Yes? Everyone know, knows who he was? No. Some yes, some no. Some yes, some no. So, Evgarsha Edelstein was 100 years old. My son was Zaychid to be in his share when he was in his deep 90s. He showed up every single day. And he said cheer to, to children and their fathers and their grandfathers. And he's, he said cheer for like 80 years in Panovich Shiva. And here's what's interesting, though I have someone in my neighborhood, I live in Harnof. And is a Rav called Rav David Yosef. His father, you might have heard of, was Rav Ovadya Yosef. When Rav David Yosef was in Panovich, he was the only Sephardi there. There were 500 guys there. He was the only Sephardi. There were 80 guys in Rav Gershon's shir. And Rav Gershin would speak Yiddish. That's the language he spoke, and that's the language he gave share. And when he found out that there's a Sephardi guy in his shir, he changed to Hebrew. He changed to, Lushing, to Ivrit because he cared about that one guy. That one guy that was in his shir, and it was extremely unpopular in those days to say shir in Yiddish, but in Hebrew. But he didn't care, because there was a a Sephardi guy who might not know Yiddish. So he cared about every single Talmud. He cared that much about every single Talmud that he changed the structure of his shir. And he lit Reb David Yosef's fire. And Reb David Yosef is now the Rav, the Sephardi Rav of Harnof. And we just had Chag Matan Tairusenu. And you might wonder why... We were given the Tyre. We know Moshiachibot Tyre Sinai. You know that Moshe Rabbeinu was there at Har Sinai. But everyone else was there as well. And it's curious because a lot of the people who were there didn't gain too much from it. You know that we, we heard a little bit of it and then we fainted. And Moshe and Rabbeinu had to, anyways, basically translate the whole thing. He had to Google translate, if you will, for the whole of Kla Yisrael. He had to Google translate the whole thing for the whole of Kla Yisrael. So, what were we even doing there? What were we doing there? if we anyways needed the whole thing to be taught to us. It was really, he taught it to Yeshua and further. So why did all of Chai Yisrael have to be there? So the Torah itself says, It was to uplift you. It was in order to uplift you, that's why you came to Kabbalah Taira. The reason why we were there, the reason why every ordinary person was there, was to be uplifted. Hashem made each one of us a Navi. He wanted each one of us to feel awesome and to associate Torah with an awesome feeling. The feeling that we are, before we went to Kabbalah Sotairah, He told us, you know what Hashem told each one of us before he we went to Kabbalah Sotairah? He wanted to uplift us. He wanted us to feel awesome. So He said, I want you to know who you are. You're a fire. You are a fire. Every single one of you are a Mamleches kaihanim and a Gai Kadesh. That's what He told us before we were in Kabbalah Satayra. He said, we're a Mamleches kaihanim and a Gai Kadesh. You familiar with the words Rabbi Sai? Sai, can anyone help me with that? He knows that if we feel that we are a mamlech that we are a Goy if that's our association to the Torah that we are a worthy nation we are worthy of lear- learning Hashem's word. If you feel that about yourself you're going to learn Torah the Archaim HaKaddish says that if, if people would feel, not just be aware of, but feel margishim, Mesikos if we would feel the sweetness of the Taira, they would go crazy after it. If you felt the sweetness of the Taira, then you would be interested in nothing else in the world. And why is it then that sometimes we don't feel the sweetness of the Taira? Why is it sometimes a struggle? There could be a lot of answers. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one, and then I'll close. The Sanhedrin. It's on the It says that a person who learns his Taira and doesn't chazer it, is like a woman who has a child and buries that child. So, of course, that means that it's important to chazer, right? But think about that that mushal, right? Think about the... What is that? Just whoa. Just whoa. <laughs> Just whoa. So so think about this like it's it's a kind of... The imagery is, is heavy, right? It's heavy imagery. Because having a child for a woman is ecstatic, right? It's the, the most wonderful simcha. But If the woman then buries that child, that simcha, that ecstasy, is transformed into mourning, into sadness. So what we're saying is that lima the natural condition of lima is ecstasy. Is ecstasy. But that condition can be transformed into tragedy if you don't master what you do. So what you have to do is master your learning. If you master what you learn, then the natural condition of learning will be ecstasy. And if a person doesn't realize that Torah is about mastery, it's about connection with the Creator, if you don't take it that way, then the greatest of all simchas can be trans- transformed tragically into mourning, into disaster. The Gemara then says, more imagery. The Gemara says, Amr Rabbi Akiva, this is Fallon, Daftali, Tesham and Aleph and Sanhedrin. Amr Rabbi Akiva, Zamar B'koyoyim, Zamar B'koyoyim. Sing every day, sing every day. What in the world does that mean? And what's that got to do with Chazaring? So Rashi says that, have you seen musicians, I'll say it in my words, but this is based on Rashi's explanation. Have you seen musicians, ever go, go to a chazana, and you see that the guy who's playing keyboard is not only playing better than you can possibly play, but he's even carrying on a conversation while he's playing. Isn't that an Incredible. Right? Because they have, what do they call it, Rabbi Say, muscle memory, correct? You've heard of it, right? What would you say? So you've seen this type of thing, though, right? That they, they do it on a very high level. They're, they're capable. And uman in and kaidish is related to the word Amuna. Uh, right? What's Amuna? Amuna's is faith. But when you, when you have faith in Hashem, it's not just in your head. It's in your gut. It's a gut feeling that you know the truth. You know the truth. And uman... Is someone who doesn't just have his profession in his mind; he's got it in his gut. It's beyond his mind. They've practiced, you know. They, they estimate. Anyone here know uh, Outliers? Anyone familiar with the book Outliers? Mal- Malcolm people? Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. So, so the the most famous parik in that book is the thousand hour, ten thousand hour rule. You almost familiar with that one? Sure. Sure. So he claims in that book that if you do something for 10,000 hours, you will master it. You will master it. It's based on research that shows that most, um, the the original research is that most concert uh, musicians, if they're a soloist, by the time they're 20, they've practiced for 10,000 hours, which is incredible if you think about it. They've, many of them have practiced on average eight hours a day or more from the time that they started. And by the time they're 20, they've practiced for 10,000 hours. Now, it's been, Demonstrated to be not quite true. The ten thousand hour rule is not quite true. But what's always true is that they practice in order to become a master at their craft, they always, and there's no exception to this, they've not found any exception to this, they've always practiced again and again and again. Ten thousand hours, a lot of hours if you think about it. To to practice one piece, if you if you play, any of you guys play, I'm sure many of you do, if you play the same piece a hundred times, a thousand times. They're willing to play the same piece thousands of times until they have it perfectly, until they don't have to think about it, until they don't have to think about it because it's seared into their brain. It's seared into their brain. It's that deep. So Zamar Bakoyaim Zamar B'kalyayim Rashi says, learn from pro- professional musicians. Do you see how much they enjoy what they're doing? But do you see how well they've mastered what they're doing? Do you see the effort that they're willing to, to invest in their craft and how awesome that makes them feel and how they can do it effortless, effortlessly? When they get to a certain level, it becomes effortless. So learn Tyra with that type of attitude. I'm not a dabbler. I don't dabble with this thing because Ki chayenu this is my life. This is my life to get connected to my creator. And there's no feeling that's better than it. This is the most awesome feeling that you're gonna have in your life when you master learning, when you master learning. So learn from professional musicians. Zamar bakalayim, zamar bakalayim, means just like if you were a musician, you would be playing your music every day for eight hours a day. When you learn your Taira, go for mastery. Go for mastery. Don't be a dabbler, be a master. And if you are a master, then you will feel the greatest delight and wonder and pleasure in every moment of your learning. So, by Sai, I hope that every single one of you will become a master. You'll become a master of every aspect of your lives. You'll become a master at being a great friend to your friends, a master child, a master son to your parents, and a master sibling to all your siblings, and a master davener, and a master learner. Master everything that you endeavor. Everything that you do, everything that you touch, become a master in that endeavor. And in that way your lives will be enriched. And you'll enrich all those who are around you as well. So, Zamar B'kalyayim, Zamar B'kalyayim. Sing every day, Rabbi Saiz. Sing the sweet song of Tyra every day of your lives. Don't dabble, Master. Do it so well that it's etched into your mind and it will become effortless and wonderful and your, ex, your experience of learning will be the most delightful and wonderful experience imaginable. I thank you so much for listening, Rabbi Say.
1: before we ever stern, I wanted to share something that Rai Shapiro we, we learned something with the fathers the other day, and I wanted to share a pshat Yisrael and I was stuck on a Gemara Yisrael, Shlomo, we had a that was learning a Gemara, we were stuck and Rai Shapiro said a tremendous pshat that I want to share with the Gemara the Gemara says Yosef Dov, the Gemara says like this the Gemara says that you could have a the Gemara calls it shuffle. We'll quote like the, the Rishonim seem to say Pshatna Gemara. It's interesting the word shuffle means low, a laziness. You could be lazy and lose. You could be lazy and gain and get schar for your laziness. So the Gemara is talking, there's, there's a minig Yisrael not to work Erev Shabbos. There's a minig Yisrael not to work Erev Shabbos. I was Zayiche years ago. I, was very, I had a good Shayich as to Rebetz and Brim. I learned by Reb Chaim Brim once a week. I was very afraid of him. Unhealthy fear of big people. There's a healthy fear. I had an unhealthy fear, but I was close to his Rebetzin. I mustered the courage and had sheiches. I brought my wife to his Rebetzin. I brought my mother-in-law. I brought my grandmother. I brought So I went with my grandmother to Rebetzin Brim, and it was Erev Shabbos. It was a summer Shabbos. Shabbos wasn't until about 8 o'clock. Very late. I came after 12. She was panicky. That you're traveling after 12. I lived in San Ejre a 15 minute from her house. If we walked, if we taxied a five-minute taxi. It was 12.30. It was, it was in the 12s. And she was like panicky. Wasn't, she wasn't happy with me. Now Erev Shabbos, you're like going around. It's Erev Shabbos. Like it's after Chatzais. There's a minig Yisrael, a chash of a thing not to work Erev Shabbos. So the Gemara says, you have a lazy person who doesn't work the whole week, but works on Erev Shabbos, that's a lazy person who's going to get punished. But a lazy person who doesn't work Erev Shabbat, who doesn't work the whole week, and doesn't work Erev Shabbos, is going to get schar for their laziness. Now, Yisrael and I did not understand the Gemara. That's a Gemara. We, it's a Gemara Psachim no nomad We didn't understand the Gemara at all. We didn't understand either fellow. Remember, two people. There was one lazy guy who doesn't work the whole week, but there's a minute Yisrael to get Revitz and Brim. He works Erev Shabbos. Who is this dude? Atu Shi asking. The Gemara says this lazy guy doesn't get rewarded. Bad lazy guy doesn't work all week and he works Erev Shabbos. Yisrael and I were trying to like visualize he's a sicko. He like, badafka when you're not supposed to work, he works. Yisrael said he's a hater, I think Yisrael, he's a signet. What? Who is this guy? We didn't understand that guy. And then it says somebody who doesn't work all week and doesn't work Erev Shabbos, that's They by accident, the reason that, not just the shaloy l'shma, it doesn't bother me. People do mitzvah shaloi lishma get but they did the mitzvah. This person didn't work; it wasn't for they didn't not work for the mitzvah. It's not shaloi lishma. This they're not even. It's, it's less than misasik. They, they accidentally like they didn't work because they're lazy all week. They didn't work, but they also didn't work Arab Shabbos. So the Gemara says you get schair. That's and the Gemara praises the laziness. They were lazy and didn't work. What happened to this fellow? They were lazy and didn't work. That happens to be their laziness, like, ended up doing them well. It bothered us. Now, you could say Schar works fine. The Gemara, it's a square card Gemara. He did nothing good, by the way, this guy. So he was lazy. Now, what happened to me, while well, you're lazy, somebody stopped lazy and pumped into an Avera. Now, there's Gemara's. Somebody doesn't do an Avera, gets Schar, but they didn't do the Avera. You are lazy. Like, what's it saying? It also is a square-card Gemara. Shle adas again, struggle with this Gemara. What did you teach the guy? He was just lazy. So what are you telling him? Just you should know. It was good you were lazy. It was bad he was lazy. Well, Erev Shabbat, what's the Gemara saying? So listen to what Shapiro said. The cash, I don't know if it bothers you and you could answer me. That there's schar. You should know. while well, he was being lazy. He got I'm not. That's a square-card thing. The Gemara taught us nothing. Because there was nothing for him to do, so I learned nothing about him. I just learned that when you're being lazy, sometimes, like, ding, 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 I hear, I hear. What's wrong? What's It's the no, not relevant to you, a, a boss of a dumb. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything to the guy. What if you taught a human being? And every single person ever is lazy, any guy is lazy, should know while you're lazy, you're not doing there. Obvi- You'll hear what he's saying. Nothing is taught. taught I don't so think much. it teaches God how to keep score. I don't think so. I don't think Gemara is written for B'nai Adam. You taught a human being nothing. You me I'm so happy. I hear, I hear, I hear. I, hear. I don't think don't. so. I don't think so. Don't right. So, <laughs> so, right. Shapiro said like this. He said like this. He uh, said. No, said more. <laughs> right. Shapiro said like this. You'll t- you don't have to agree to him.
2: This
1: Google Translate, everybody say, that's what I hear means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're a sincere guy, that's what I hear means. So, right, Shapiro said, Pshat, we'll see if mask. Let's get the other guy. Who is this guy who doesn't work all week and works Arif Shabbos? Right, Shapiro said he's not a hater. He didn't work all week. He was lazy. It's a normal guy. The end of the week, he's like, oh, no. And he quickly starts working. The week's about to end. There's a tendency to work at the end because he didn't do his work. All week, Avi, the guy was somewhat lazy. The end of the week, he freaks out, which is normal. So Yisabdob, Dobi quickly starts working on Erev Shabbos because he freaks out. So that's a person, he says, whose laziness, they end up working and they, that it was bad, they worked at the end. So they get no sechar. They were lazy. Because they were lazy, That the job wasn't done. At the end, they're like, oh no, and they work like crazy. They weren't a rush of working purposely. The job had to get done. There was a week to do it. They lazied all week. Friday, there's a taiva to work. That person's laziness not just cost them a week of not working. When they worked on the day, they weren't supposed to work. So they get no sechar. Comes the person who gets schar. He was lazy all week. So you heard Aisha Pira says. Brilliant. He said on Friday he has a taiva to work. So he actually wants to work Friday, this guy. He's, cra- he's bugging. He didn't do his work. And he says, because I'm lazy, I won't work. He uses his laziness to fight off the taiva to get the job done. This guy has a taiva to work on Friday. But he, because he has to get the job done. Because he didn't work all week. See, so he has the bug out, so he uses, he says, you know what, you know what, I'll be lazy, I'll be lazy, you know what, I'll be lazy. He said, he said, right, Shapiro said that he, Reb Chaim Knievsky said on himself that he was a lazy person. And people think, okay, that was his teva, he really conquered it, he was the Mas medador. Rai Shapiro said brilliantly that he's convinced Chaim wasn't like a given to hyperbole, his words were crazy measured. He didn't say I was, he said I'm a lazy person. And Rai Shapiro is convinced that he used laziness not to do aver. not to, he was a big masmid. Somebody there's gishmak of things. He don't think he had a temptation to find out. He said, eh, I don't like running around anyway. He used laziness for every right reason. Sigamara <inhale> Sukkah. The Gemara says, I praise lazy people that stay home Yantiv and don't go to their Rebbe, because they're with their family. So you can be Mishtamish in something which people call Amidara. This guy all week was lazy, wasn't a good thing. Erev Shabbos, he has this crazy pressure to work, then he taps into laziness for the right reason. So he gets high, he did something with his laziness. He fought off the tendency to, uh-oh, the buggy out to work. That's what right. Shapiro said. I thought then, Khazalar taught, teaching you something, that he has a middara that we, we would identify as a middara called laziness. could use it absolutely to serve Hashem. I once gave a Bacher credit for not going to oppress the place. He said, I'm just shy. Don't be impressed. What do you think God gave us shyness for? You use shyness? Right. Excellent. I'm proud of you. What? We have things that are very, very powerful and good. We have all different is knowing how to use it. Laziness could be wonderful when a guy taps in when there's a sahara and he says, oh. And he, he tapped into a laziness, a tendency not to do an Avera. That's why we were given laziness. So Sarai right, Shapiro said, there's a shuffle vaniskar." is He's telling you how to use laziness. The guy was lazy all week. Er Shabbos, there's a drive, oh no, I'm cooked. Now as a drive to work. He could tap into what would be called a negative me, the negative midah, and he's in this car for his laziness. That's what Rai Shapiro, I thought that pshat, we were stuck, many of us learning that around the base medrash, Rai Shapiro said a long shear middle of a shear he said this pshat, I thought there was something very moving that we're full of all different midahs. How many midahs that we put in the, in the column of bed, the Gruz brother wrote a sefer called Maile Sater. And he says, Pshat, serve Hashem v'shnei Yitzrecha, the Yitzhatev and the yitzhara. He says, like this Pshat of Rai Shapiro, that serving Hashem v'shnei is is midas that we associate on our veil ledger. There's a place to use it. There's actually a usage that a guy could say, yeah. And he's actually Mishtamish in in, a, in something called the Midara. It's cool to me because Kol the ayu. It's cool, Maloichal Hashem's everywhere. There's no place devoid of Hashem. There's no attribute that's not godly. It's fascinating that a person could tap into something that everybody called the Midara Reb Chaim said he was lazy. He wasn't throwing out something. I'm sure Rabbi Shapiro is a hundred percent right on bad and on things that were distraction. He like tapped into something. So, eh. ah. Yeah, You're saying that any bad midah can be used for the good? The mindless so, writes that when it says it means to find within that bad midah something of quality. So how could someone channel anger for the right reason? I love that. as Zach says anger, Yaakov Avinu addressed your kasha. Yaakov Avinu said about Shimon and Levi since they had anger, they should be rebellion. Now what are your feet saying be Yisrael? And I ask you, Rebbeim, you don't want anger. I think the shirish of anger is passion. You have to like, identify what anger, anger is not a bad thing in the slightest. Shaver v'akel, what you do, anger is passion. It's very secondary, it's, it marks something's important to you. Anger like shows you're alive. People don't get angry. I, I went for a long drive at the Vacher. I want to know what gets you angry. There's a certain flatness. What gets you mad? Like, I want to know where's marked. This it's very good. It's actually a good thing now to get angry and be because and to came Hamas is bad. To care about things is very good. So that's the F like identify. He said they're angry, they should be Rebbe. And what was he saying? Clearly, there was a passion. They protected their sister. Now, he's not saying they should ever express anger. Probably that care, what they were angry about, means they cared about this. They were like, <laughs> So he said, you should be Rebbeim. Whoa, your achrayis, your passion shows me something. You have to like identify the shayrish of what it is. It's hard to, you know, I don't know, because passion, all the chayra passion, it marked what, so if it, I what you were angry about. So it could be in that, the bad me, the, the shayrish, that you're very passionate about something. That thing, your passion, probably could be used latayv. You know what I mean? They were the ones, they were not, their sister was touched. They were, I've seen guys here protect the sibling, a sister, and come with such casts, so to say, it's bad me that he's being crazy. He cares about his sister. Now take out your sister. Go out with her. Spend time with her. Let's go. You, you clearly tap in. You found out something about yourself. Let's go. So do you call her once a day? Do you tap into what you found out? So, Cast mark something. Something triggered. Something inside you. Something was important somewhere. Okay, that's good to know about. So, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So I wanted to. I thought that Rabbi like, Shapiro was that that word, I thought it was the middle of the day that Kasha went around the base medish. I want to introduce that it, for many many years. Personally, I'm zayche to know the Stern mishpacha. Rabbi Stern's father is somebody who taught who has taught and been a principal for many, many years in Prospect Park in a girls' school. He has a this Yidre Stern who gives muse. he has a his, his sons, one after another, our tzaddikim, our tremendous Abba The whole family is very, very high by me. I was Zeicher, Rabbi Stern's uncle when I was a youngster was a very big mentor for me. As a matter of fact, my decision to come to Waterbury, I had a big shail in my life. Should I come to Waterbury or go to the yeshiva? I grew up in. My rebbe, who I was close to, wanted me to be a rebbe in his yeshiva. And I was Mesopic Waterbury, and I needed somebody to speak to him. Rabbi Sternschliet, who was somebody who gave me a lot of time and was very involved in my decision to come to Waterbury. God so. bless his <laughs> I could honestly Where say it's a true story. It's a it's a true story that Reb Zalman Stern Shlita was a Rebbe in the mirror, who's an uncle of Reb Stern. Here was a big part of my decision. Somebody I trusted a lot. He's a wonderful person and wonderful mechanic who I trust. A very smart person and somebody I trust a lot. And yep. And he introduced me to Rai Stern's brother. I'm Zaychat Tavikesher for many, many years to, to Rai Stern here, Rai Stern's older brother, who I'm close to for many, many, many years. And the one who introduced us is this Rai Stern mm-hmm. uncle. So I want to say the, the Mishpacha, Rai Stern here, the passion, the Abbasat Torah, the tremendous ash. You talk about a fire, a fire, literal fire, a passion for Torah, but combined with hearts, with Caring with lay vasa, combined with tremendous care, is something that's to me, the mead of Ray Stern here. Some of our Chevra bin been to learn in that Torah, by Ray Stern, Shlita, who's been All the sons have this, these two mead, a tremendous Abbasat of a passion for Hashem and his Torah, but combined with lay vasa, combined with care and concern. Uh, to me, I was very, well, Rapowitz told me that Ray Stern, is going to be a Rebbe in this yeshiva. I feel like the guys who are Zeche to learn with him, to work, learn by him, will will be fortunate. These two, the Abbas HaTorah, the tremendous Chiyos and Cheshek and Torah, the passion together with the care is something that, that rice Stern here is tremendous. The brothers are that way also. Tremendous people, as chos, tremendous Chos in the family. So I want to thank rice Stern for being here. I ask rice Stern to share the with you.
2: To, just to see it live, to see the nesina sator. Many times you hear, I see the guys that come to shul, and you can see how they were impacted. Every every person that comes out of here, you can see how the Torah the from their Abayim and rishivravachelish. And you see how much goes into them, and now I finally come to here to, to see. To see it live, to see how it goes in, to see how the fire just comes out and goes into the talmidim, I feel like I'm just sitting here and it's going into me. It's, it's, it's incredible. And also, to say a few words to the to, to the to the chevra. Also, that um, you know, even at my stage, it's good to hear compliments. I really appreciate that. And like like okay, chevra saying, it's really it's the Mishpach, It's my parents, you know, and and. Uh, so I was um it's just fascinating. We just we just flew we just flew and it's you know I live in I live in Yishalayim, so to get to Ushlaiim these days the best way to get to the airport is to take a train. The train's about twenty minutes. So I came on the train and there's a yid on the phone and he goes like this. Okay. So I stand next to him. And believe it or not, you know, he says, you know, you're coming back here for sure." I said, no, no, I live here. I said, where are you? He said, unfortunately, he's coming back. He just buried his father. His father's Nifta, Erev er Shavuos, and he's buried his father. So I'm talking a little bit more. He's a Ben Yachid. His father just moved to Eretz Yisrael two years ago. You know, he was originally from Eretz Yisrael. And, okay, so, somebody came over for Tzedakah, to ask him for tzedakah, and he's thinking he's asking the guy all these questions. He's going to go straight to his sister, you know. He's collecting for a chasana, and he's, thinking, he's debating. He says, "Okay, it should be zirchanim." He says his father's name. He gives him the tour and a of bill. Fine. We come to the airport, and I'm sitting talking to my parents, and he comes. The kid comes over, and he says, "I'm Shikha b'simcha. I'm Shikha b'simcha. I am drunken with happiness." So a little. A little mud for somebody who just lost his father. And then he starts to explain. It. He says he's a Ben Yachid, and is a regular, he's a regular, he's the only child. His father wrote a will. His father wrote a second will. His father came to Eretz Yisrael and wrote a third will. His father was worth about $10 million. And the third will, he cut his son, only son out, and all his grandchildren, and gave it all to his sisters and brothers. And he said he was sitting there saying kaddish, and he was like, "I should say kaddish now." He's like, "No, it should be a little my father." And he said, "I'm Shikha b'simcha that I can give to my father that he didn't give to me." And I was like thinking, like, I, I stood up for him. I said, "I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know to, I don't know where to put myself." Like he's like telling over the story, like, 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 yeah, this is he's shikha b'simcha, he's drunk with happiness. That regularly it. Regularly, he's you know he's telling me a little bit of life stories. There's nothing like uh, that's jumped out that you would think, and like yeah, no, this is what he it is. Yeah. This is like mind-boggling story, and that's this is what this is what he was up to. And and he said that, and then then he explained. He said the guy asked me for tzedakah. Leil nishras, my father. On the and I'm sitting there thinking like, what should I? Shouldn't I? How much should I give him? And he's like, I decide. I'm giving him you know the, the full two hundred shekels. He's like that's what that's that that you know that's what I'm going to do for my father and don't worry I, I know I still think maybe it's a false will maybe we could fight with it but like you do not want to hear any of this stuff he was like he was more like some but I Star like this is starting maybe, you know. but, but this is what this is what I'm your soul this is what you're not up to like like I, I, I couldn't believe it. It, it, it it's an amazing thing it was very, it was very, that was like like the, the first uh, inspiration that you see. Very often we're just talking to one of the boys, we're talking about that sometimes, you know, you and you wanna hear Akharishvaroku talk to us. And not Hashem, talk straight. It was amazing to me. this the the we were talking in the car on the way over here. Repautz and I and power starts telling me The muscle of the Chavis of Really? Yeah <laughs> We sit down yeah. And she was like Yeah I was like, I, I, like, like Sometimes I got a focus Being very straight <laughs> I just want to say just, just, just a message You know Because I don't know Where everybody is But In Amisol We lived with the times You know There's always a time going on There's Elul There's the winter There's always a time and the highlight, you know, like from Pesach to Shavuos, the highlight is, is we build towards Mat and Taira, And on Shavuos we get to Torah. And then these 40 days, it's not very clear what are these 40 days about. You know, what, what, what's these 40 days about? So the Al-Shech HaKadosh, he, he, he asks this question, but he points out a fascinating cool. By Mat and Teirah, Baruch Hu spoke to us, but Moshe was, took us another 40 days to bring down the Luchas. There's a difference between a Debor, when Hashem speaks, and the actualism that Torah coming into Olam Hazeh. That the Luchos was the, the, the physical re- representation that Torah is Yuri min Hashemayim, to this world. And he says Amnisol was not on the madrega at that time by Matan and Torah. They worked very hard from time to Mat and Torah to actually let the guf, that the body can, can handle the Torah in this world. It says, being around Harsinai, sitting around Hashkina, didn't there was no Torah, just sitting next to Harsinai, just imbibing that that atmosphere, of being a part of it. They just slowly but surely got greater and greater and greater to the point that 40 days later, now they're Shayek, now they're, now they're, they're had to bring down the physical representation of Torah, which that's that the Torah should go into them in their physicality. So for those 40 days, these are the 40 days that that, that a person comes from coming at a Shavuos, that now come take it with us that Shavuos comes with us that goes into, into ourselves and how do you do that says the Asher but just being around being around being around Hasinai. many times guys are around just when you're in the base being in the base that alone affects you and that's a decision a person makes we just know that unfortunately what happened that at the end of 40 days that Amisol did the Egel, the, 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 which Rashi learns was the Erevrav Basin. So there were two, so to speak, influences. There were the people sitting underneath the mountain. The Ramban says the Erevrav was outside the mountain, behind the mountain. And there was the influence of the Erevrav. And every person had a decision where you wanted to make. Who do you want to be a part of? Do you want to be a part of the people sitting underneath the mountain, getting their physical body ready to absorb Torah? in a way that they will be changed forever? Or are you looking for, you know, that, uh, a quick fix that we're not going to have Moshe, so let's find a different you know, some, something else to replace that um, uh, 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 to replace that, that Moshe represented? That's um We're here, you know, talking about the people with next year, where people are going, what it is, but every person has a choice to make in life. We, we, which do you want to be a part of? Going, doing every. It is a doing everything under the sun. And then the that that, that that everybody has a good time. But the that their motivation is what they're coming to do is to change their lives and to strengthen and grow. So every person you come in wherever you're going to be, just to think about like I'm going to make a decision to, to take something on to, to to make the best of my time. And see, after the Shemaya, I day the Torah will go into us. You absorb Torah. You'll become. Uh, embodiment of the shkina to be shared around a person. I just want to thank everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. I really feel overwhelmed with simcha to be around Rabbi Re- Kalish the olam. I feel like I've been watching this from afar my whole life. I've been watching Rabbi Kalish from afar. Like they used to play basketball. I was too young to play. I just like you know you know when, you know when it was on the other court I was the annoying guy dribbling you know on the full court trying to get a quick shot in, and then like running away, <laughs> and like you know like it took a time, and and v'roch to ereich and But I just watched the the, 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 the the representation of what He did and what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us to always be working, to always be giving, to always be... Uh, to, that, that we should see that, 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 like Rabbi Paul said, you can see what that does to a person. People don't get great without her. People don't get great without absorbing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So for years I've been watching from afar and now I feel like I made it to the mokayim, and thank you very much for, for having me, for hosting us, and. Uh, <laughs>
1: Whatever you think. Their words... I feel like we have very, very few days left. The, the days are very few from now to end of this man. And I feel like I have so many things I still want to learn. Do these walking out the door in minutes. I appreciate every day we have the opportunity. You would think at the beginning of the year, we're going to learn together every single day, yo-yo. So you would think like, okay, you know, you have time to, to learn a lot of things. I still, I have things I want to learn with Duby before he walks out the door. There's, there's a chazal, there's a statement, Shlomo, that I want you, to, Yisrael, I want you to me- sear this on our, you talk about singing a song and getting it in our bones. There are words from Abchaim Veaz that I want to share with the Hebrew. These words from Abchaim Veian should be should, could be like a literally like a motto of our life. And I, Thursday. No. This, Friday. Friday this Friday, I didn't know. That. But I want the guys, before we leave, you have to memorize these words. These are words Avrami, please memorize. He didn't say this once. His son said it was Mergul the abi. That he used to always. Say, but I, Yaakov, I want you to memorize these words. To everybody, Aaron, if we can memorize, Chaim, if we can memorize these words, Chaim. <imzusagen> <laughs> Lo nivra <ha> adam. <im español> Yisrael, say it stark. Lo nivra adam. Lo nivra adam. Ella. Ella, <laughs> L'hoia l'achritin. L'hoia l'achritin. now those words that <laughs> Chaim you say after the son said him. The words mean <laughs> Nivra Haadam, a person was not created. Ella only, which means a person was only created. I think there's something so dramatic how the Torah speaks in all of Chazal. Leinivra Haadam Ella means a person was not created only very like powerful way of saying we were only created to do for another. A person was created Each person was given to assist another person. We all have a tremendous amount to do for the next person, to energize, to ignite, to encourage the next person. A person was only created. I feel like yesterday a youth came to the yeshiva, and he described the chiyus, the energy in being there for others, the tremendous chiyus that exists to give to others. Of course, of course, a person has to hold themselves. A person has to know that they have what to give. But the power of those words, Nivra haAdam a person was born to help another person. In yeshiva, you see sometimes a person who comes, who has an invisible tendency, he's overlooked, he's not noticed. We're born to notice another person, to care about another person. And those words, that yid spoke about the chayus, the tremendous joy in giving, the sense, I was created for this. Now, we all have a unique thing to give. Don't copy another person how you give, what you give. In the yeshiva, stood for a couple of things. Navardic was a fact. My rebbe is a great-grandson, his wife's great-granddaughter of the altar of Navardic. My rebbe took on a lot of the Navardic 's teachings. One of, the, one of the biggest things in Navardic is he taught his Talmidim. To, to, said they were crazy. They would give that shirt to another guy, that pants. That, you gave to another person like incredible amount of giving. That was a huge built-in to a yeshiva of Muslim, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, who the altar of Nevaradik was a Talmud Rabbi Yisrael, and really more of the altar of Kelm. His students, he pounded chesed. They were huge Bali chesedim, tremendous madragas of kindness, of care and concern for other people. I want to say Klal Yisrael lost the Godel, who taught Torah for 80 years. I want to say something he taught for 80 years he was 100 years old and he said sheer from the time he was 20 I want to speak about the kindness part of it here's a person who could have done a lot of things he taught youngsters Torah for 80 years there's a tremendous element of chesed that he can't I'm sure he could have learned at higher levels been busy himself there's a tremendous e- level of Torah the greatest chesed of learning Torah with somebody I want to tell you that I was I was in um, I had a Chavrusa for six years who was a great Chavrusa And he was a Chavrusa, I call him a Chavrusa He was more of a Rebbe than a Chavrusa One day my Rebbe said I'm switching you and your chabrusa. And he made me learn with a very weak guy In the shir A guy, who I say weak, a tzaddik The person didn't have such skills And learn Rebbe said you're learning, I was very upset Me and my Chavrusa were very upset My Rebbe like forced us First there is like crazy. We learned each other for six years. We loved each other. We argued. We would fight, and he split us up. And I don't know his cheshbon. I don't know the cheshbon. It didn't last crazy long, but I know that it's important in rochnias to care for another guy. The guys going his throw. it's so important to help the next guy get comfortable. Also. I always, I always wonder. Our guys, are second, third, fourth year in the yeshiva. I don't know how you're learning the first few days and not making somebody else comfortable. To me, like I see, you know, of course we want, we went to learn basmada, but notice another person's lot. Help the next person get comfortable. I say to all the guys that Chesed is, is a yid is a, a yid in the first Av of our nation. is Avram was the Av of Chesed kindness of thinking about another person I look at guys going I think about do be going it's overwhelming and I also think about the hardships at the beginning the beginning and I ask the guys help the next person help the next person get comfortable watch out for each other be going to the next person I hope that we've I hope we've Mm -hmm. given over a true Torah here and the true Torah contains Leinivra Adam Ellohei el person's created to the next. I want to keep going. I want to. I'm seeing Shlomo and I'm being distracted. I want to welcome Shlomo Gur back to the table to Shlomo's brother Chaim, who was so instrumental here, grew here and gave here for years, had a baby son, had a boy. He made a bris on Shvois, and the baby's name, beautiful, beautiful, is Yisrael, Guri. I assume the Yisrael, the Baal Shem's his on Shvois. the Baal Shem, his are the Baal Shem. of course, his name was Reb Yisrael. The Baal Shem's name is Yisrael. And it, it's, it's fitting that such a person had such Abbas Yisroel, who's laving, and who captured the entirety of Am Yisroel's name is Yisroel. Chaim, who grabs on to these waves of the Baal Shem with caring about a yid, the whole Chasidus Kiyaduah was started. One of the biggest, one of the main fundamentals of Chassidus was the care for every yid, pulling a bunch in including what? A bunch of yeah. Pulling in every year, the second day on Shabbos Kodesh the second day Shmos, for yeah, the second day Shavos, which is when the Baal Shem was his yard site, and the name Yisroel, the name Yisroel Bal the Balshem, it's a gorgeous name from a family. To us, the gori Mishpacha, to us Shlaima's mother is somebody's from the kindest, from the main contributors to this yeshivas. Isha Tzadekis who gives her life hours, hundreds of hours for the yeshiva, and as these two sons, is here giving, uplifting, caring, sharing his wealth that he has with other people, they're a family, Yisrael is an appropriate name for that mishpacha, so I want to wish a bracha to Shloyma that his nephew, Yisrael, Chaimel's Yisrael, the family Shvimigadlam l'tayra, luchopel l'mayisim Taivim. He should be a nachas for his family. He should be a nachas to Hashem. He nachas to Gans Yisrael, this precious Yisrael. Welcome home, Shlima. a tremendous hanad. We're all human beings. When we sat at the Q&A with Rai Sunshine, besides enjoying Rai Sunshine's answers, I enjoyed the questions tremendously. I felt a tremendous pride. I had a sense that there's no chevr in the world. I'd rather be part of it. I had that sense. Rai Sunnenshine, who's very honest, we're honest friends, he told me a lush, like it's the strongest he's ever seen the chevr in yeshiva. Such a lush. told me, she's true. This true is tremendous development and the sophistication. One after the, the honesty of the conversation, the maturity. The conversation was very, very taking. It was really something special. I wanted to appreciate the whole Hevra. I wanted to say on this we were created to care for the next person. Here's a gadol adar was nifter yesterday. One of the my I asked have Ezi next week to come in and be, say yes, but Hashem so good to us that we heard one story, this amazing story. Somebody came, Hashem sent us chos. Everything sent by Hashem. Do you realize a Godel hadar was nifter and b'nei I promise you I felt badly that here we have no eulogy in Yeshiva. We're a place that learns Tyra. Godel, Tyra, nifter. I felt badly. You could ask Rebezi that I asked him, could you speak today or tomorrow? And he rightfully said... That let me prepare. Let me. We, we were not zeichet to learn by him, and he's going to speak based Hashem next week. A Godel's nifter yet. Yeah, let's do it. A Godel's nifter. There should be a eulogy in the yeshiva, something. So we'll hear. Revezi, will do the research on our behalf and speak. But I thought like the Seattle the shmaya, where Powitz flies in from Eretz Yisrael and knew a personal story. Everything's Hashkach. I thought that was rather remarkable that we were zaycha. What you just witnessed, Hashem sends, but where are yeshiva. It's Hashem sent the gift to us. I feel very validated by Hashem, by the way. To me, that was a mice in Noir. That a yid came in today, and I'm feeling badly that we're not having a eulogy on a gadol. And a yid knew a personal story that's amazing. He gave in yiddish. And for one, bacher was Sveidi, and he switched to Hebrew. That's that's remarkable. I wanted it. What, what struck me saying she'er for eighty years was kindness. That's what struck me. That's crazy kindness. Eighty years. You could have a sense maybe after fifty to say, okay, I served my time. Then maybe I'll do my own learning. Kept like teaching Tyrat to youngsters that were younger, and he was learning Tyran and giving over Tyra. tremendous, tremendous kindness. Ultimate chesed, said, if teach 80 years continuously giving sheer, amazing, amazing kindness. Tayras chesed, said, Alashaina, Kual Yisrael lost somebody who was a gadol Tayra, who taught Tayra. To think of somebody to fathom teaching 80 years, Tayras Hashem. I think from Revesi Revezi will give, I one honest. That we, we don't like fake stories or dramatic. I want to hear, I don't even the eight years, he will update us what years, to hear the exactness as much as possible to hear. So I do want to tell Bucheva that we'll be Zaycheh to hear Divrei Hesped, to, 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 to hear eulogy. I do want to say, a misa Sadikim is, you see a tzaddik m'nei eras arashim, a leaves a city and leaves a world. The world yesterday had a big tzaddik on the world. He was nifter preparing Sheer. That I know he was in the middle of preparing shear. He said a shear every single day and he was writing notes to say a shear. And I think 15 minutes later, a few minutes later, he was Nifter in the middle of, he's 100 years old. He was writing notes on a shear he was about to give from the hospital bed and his heart stopped and he was Nifter in the middle of preparing shear. Clystro lost a giant, somebody who was a, a maggot shear. He taught Torah, that's a high madrega He taught Torah every single day and Kalal Yisrael lost a Gondol like yeah. that, is in Aveda, we'll hear again next week, we'll have see after the Shmaita. Yes, Avi?
0: It's
1: a great kasha. Great kasha. Avi asked, here's a Gondol, who's in the middle of learning Torah. How can the Malach HaMavis, by David Amelech? the Malach HaMavis couldn't take David Amelech if he was in the middle of learning. The kasha is so strong. I don't want to, I have the same kasha, Avi. I'm not... I'm not either in the middle of learning Torah. I don't know, maybe the Malach moved the branch, Rabbi David HaMelech, and he stopped for a second. I have no idea. So I don't, maybe he stopped for a second. I don't know. I don't, I, Pasha, don't know what the Matthias is. You have to also know what that means, that the Malach can take, there's a beginner that somebody learning Torah is attached to eternity. Malcha, there's no metzias of lack of eternity when there's eternity. So yeah, that's, that means the Malchamabas is no shlita when Tyre is learnt. There's no minik that you can't, you can't be menak take from eternity when the person's mil is holding on to eternity. So there has to have been for a second, maybe he distracted, a big pain, he stopped. Like David Amelich, such a story, probably was disturbed. I don't know, Avi I don't know. It's a good cash Beautiful cash Thank you for asking that, Kasha.
2: Next Great question.
1: We're Shraggy. I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna say, I'm, you know, I'm coming. There, there are a few minutes before leaving, and I'm trying to like stick in Abby quickly, like another Maimar Chazal. I wanna say that Baruch Hashem, I, I view it this way. You know, somebody. A father like sits with his son before his chasna and says quick last minute instruction. He's walking his son down to the chup and he's about to get married. He said, be nice to other people. You didn't teach him that before? So I want to say that everything we're talking about is kindness here. I don't know if we learned that statement. I want you to memorize that statement. I look at Shragi, I look at the Shragi Pnef, There's minutes from these golden throw, so we're not going to have him a lot of next week, we're going to have him a few more days in yeshiva. I want to say that the kindness that exists in this human being, the kindness that I see in Shragi, somebody who always has a good word for another person, the kindness, I, uh, uh, there was a story a little while ago, bacher was getting mistreated, he stood up for the bacher. The kindness that Shragi is, he's an embodiment. To care for others, to do for others. He's somebody who's very good at hockey and ran a team. The delicate way that nobody should be hurt, nobody should be left out. Everybody should feel good. Everything he does is with a deep, deep kindness. He's somebody who's cool and with it. Everybody knows Shragi, sharp that nobody wears nicer shades than Shragi. He's a good-looking, he's a musician, a hockey player, but everything is, other, another person should feel good. Sensitive and caring to other people. So I'm saying, I look at you and see your behavior, Shragi, you're an embodiment of that. The kindness, the world's going to be lucky, and the world, we're unleashing a beast, Shrags. The world will be lucky. Excellent, excellent.